0: Happy Thursday, everyone, January 12th, 2023, and welcome to episode number 486 of the study session. 14 away, two weeks of sessions before we hit five hundo. Very excited to take part in that celebration with all of you, but as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that in today's episode i am going to begin my positional evaluations to break down who is currently at the position who's probably going to stick around and then what needs are there as a result heading into next year and today we're going to take a look at quarterback but before i get into that again i am greatly appreciative of all of your support of the Still Study for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called the Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I just recorded a new episode this week. Check it out; it's great stuff. Jim is a goat, having covered the Steelers since 1995. Super insightful, knowledgeable. You don't want to miss it. Check it out; it is linked in the show notes. And also, please be reminded of our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. If you've ever wanted to learn how to trade the stock market safely, profitably, consistently, successfully, real life trading is your one-stop sh- stop sh- one shop for stock market education. It's transformed my life. I want to spread the message message to everybody that I can. So be sure to check that out. That is linked in the show notes as well. And studying, let's jump into it here. Let's talk quarterback. And really, this was a. We talked about how this is a tra- was a transitional year for the Steelers with a lot of new faces, not just in terms of players, but coaches. But at no other position was there more of a transition than quarterback with the 18 year veteran Ben Roethlisberger retiring, vacating that starting spot, and not knowing really who was going to be the guy. Mitch Trubisky, at the start of the offseason, was signed to a two year deal. Right away, I was not thrilled with the signing because Trubisky's time in Chicago wasn't great. A lot of people blame that on the offensive coaches there. But what I saw from Trubisky during that time was an inability to push the football down the field. Sure, he was drafted number two overall. Had a lot of talent, but it never materialized into being an elite quarterback at the position. And A lot of people thought that him coming into Pittsburgh, being that he sat a year behind Josh Allen in Buffalo, a new setting that he would thrive, that he would become that quarterback that he was supposed to become, but that never materialized. He was named the starter to begin the season, and really his output was mediocre. The offenses that he commanded when he started, they were safe. They were conservative. He didn't drive the ball down the field. He could move around. He had better mobility than Ben Roethlisberger. And when he did try to push the ball down the field, it often resulted in turnovers. But what Trubisky did prove as the season went along, especially when Kenny Pickett was dealing with injury, those concussions, is that he is a solid backup. He knows the offensive system, and he can win you a game or two. Now, here is my take on Trubisky. He's made some comments that – you know He wish he wouldn't have signed so early in free agency, uh, almost hinting at some type of regret that he signed with the Steelers, but I think there is value in him being around as the backup quarterback, and my hope is, is that he remains with the team, that he's happy to be with the team, so that the Steelers have some semblance of continuity and stability at the position, because if he does want to find his way out, if he does want to be traded, if he does want to be cut, or if he is cut, then the Steelers are going to have to find a backup quarterback, and what's going to come out of that is somebody who doesn't know the offensive system who has to learn, and it's just not the ideal situation. So ideally for me, when it comes to backup quarterback, Mitch Trubisky sticks around. Hopefully he can talk to Tomlin and they can work things out. Trubisky's not going to be a starting winning quarterback in this league. It's not going to happen. He's a backup. He's found a home in Pittsburgh. If he sticks with it, he can have a nice career right right off into the sunset. But these guys are competitors. They want to be the guy. We'll see how that all plays out. And then you have Mason Rudolph, and it's so long. Rudolph, that's it for him. He's not coming back. He was fooled into thinking. I don't even know how much he believed it, that he would be competing for the starting job. Even after the signing of Mitch Trubisky even after the drafting of Kenny Pickett. And he performed well in camp, but he never really had a fair shake or an honest shot to be the starter. And for those reasons, he's not even going to entertain an offer from the Steelers to come back for another season. If the Steelers did give him an offer, it would be some low ball offer that he probably would find offensive. But this guy wants an opportunity to start. I could see him going somewhere that has... A QB needy situation. Maybe the Houston Texans who are going to be drafting a quarterback, probably number one overall. And Rudolph could step in and be that starter, kind of the tide over until that rookie is ready to play. And who knows? Maybe he'll perform at a high level. And I wish Mason nothing but the best of luck. And he'll be somebody I'm watching from afar next year and rooting him on. And then you have Kenny Pickett drafted by the Steelers in the first round, the kid next door, when he came out in the draft, and he was drafted by the Steelers, there was concern of whether or not he'd be able to contribute right away. It was believed that he would need time to develop and grow, and I didn't think he would start until maybe week six or seven in the season, but he got his opportunity early on And when he went in there, he was a turnover machine. Now, he did make some good plays. He did shine a little bit. He did sparkle. But it was a bit messy at first, and there was some inconsistency in pushing the ball down the field, some hesitation to throw the ball down the middle of the field, the deep shots. But as the season went on, minus the concussions and some concerns that maybe he was fragile, he really showed intangibles, grit. Perseverance, toughness, that he can lead a team to victory despite the circumstances, no matter how much adversity he was facing. And he played well down the stretch. He did show improvements in the deep ball and throwing over the middle of the field, but that's got to be something that he continues to work on heading into next season. He's got great mobility. And the one thing that you can't coach in a quarterback is accuracy. And Kenny Pickett has it. From day one, he's been accurate, and that's only going to get better over time. He's never going to have that elite arm strength. He's a quarterback that can throw on the move. He could buy time in the pocket. His game's only going to get better. The biggest thing for me is he's got to learn how to play within his tools and understand the limitations of his arm so that he's not trying to do too much and putting himself in bad spots. But then also too I worry about durability. He's had he had two concussions this past year. That can't be a continuing trend for him or he will have a shortened career to say the least. So encouraged by what we saw from Pickett and the future looks bright at the quarterback position. So when you boil it all down, the Steelers are going to be in need of a number 3 quarterback. That's probably going to come through free agency, somebody on the cheap, 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 somebody with some experience. They could possibly bring back a Chris Oldoken, who they drafted last year in the later rounds, maybe, but I think they're going to want a veteran guy in the event that their backup gets hurt. So they're not going to target someone in the draft. It's going to be someone cheap in free agency. So, really, not a lot of work to be done. At the quarterback position, they're set. The key thing to watch here, a mini storyline, is keeping Trubisky around at least for one more season, convincing him that he's got a great opportunity as the backup in Pittsburgh, a la Charlie Bats, Byron Leftwich. Maybe he could be that guy. He and Kenny just ride it out together. So we'll see how it plays out. But a position you should feel confident in for your Pittsburgh Steelers and studying 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 that is it that is the end that is the conclusion of episode number 486 of the study session my gratitude and appreciation to Yin yin's beautiful beautiful studying love Yin's guys and gals out there don't forget to check out the podcast that i do with wex linked in the show notes don't forget about our affiliate partner real life trading check that out they are linked in the show notes as well and remember, on this beautiful Thursday, January 12, 2023, I'm going to give a shout-out to my son, Roland. Just dropped him off at school. But this is a Roland tagline for the Steel study. Once a-studying, always a-studying. Have a tremendous day, everyone.